Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Ed Cheney, a CBD industry expert and business executive. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods of treatment that are alternatives but also complement conventional medicines. Now, here's your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney, with the lovely co-host, Kimberly Rose. Hello, everyone. Kimberly Rose really is the talent. I do shows that are by myself, and I find that the audience just does not listen in the quantity that they do when you and I are co-hosting. Oh, well, that's nice. Yes, it I like is. I think but I contribute. She does contribute, but we're going to ask her to see if she has the skill to be the introduction as I do. So you got to say, welcome to the CBD Ed Show. <laughs> Let's hear it. Come on, Kim. Well, I definitely do not have Ed's voice, Let's... as you guys have noticed. But you got to give it a try, right? Okay, ready? Welcome to the CBD Ed Show. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was doing it last night when somebody told you you had a great radio voice, remember? Yeah. Uh, I do. It was a really nice older gentleman, and he was like, I just know your voice anywhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was talking about mine. Yeah, yes. I know. Yeah. Oh, no, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So, you know what? The topic of today's show is because we've gotten so many questions around the subject of, can I travel with my CBD? And... The questions are relevant because the first thing that comes to my mind is TSA. I'm going to jump up there. It's going to be in my bags and oh, no. Yeah. All right. And then the next is who wants to be in the airport and be shoved into a little tiny room? Somebody putting some plastic gloves on their hands. <laughs> All of these things uh, yes. just conjure up fear of traveling with CBD. And there's lots of people out there that just like the feeling of being compliant you know, definitely staying within the the rules mm -hmm. and we are going we created this show to give you the current status of traveling with cbd we're going to talk about it from a federal perspective and then we're going to move over to a state and we're going to in, in, inject the the knowledge pieces like the definition of terms you know, sometimes you can read the policies online when you Google this search. Can I travel with CBD? But not often understand some of the terms they're using. Hey, if you want to travel with CBD, today is the show to listen to. Yeah, but we are going to also say that we are strictly talking CBD right now. We will plug in every once in a while cannabis, okay. but you are correct. Today is about CBD, and we're going to stay focused there. If we move over to cannabis, we're just going to do that to create, um, satisfy some curiosity, or maybe there's a chance to create some drama. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, let's start with the term, and you'll see this in the title, federally, at a federal level, CBD derived from hemp and consist of no more than 0.3% THC is legal in all 50 states. Correct. Now, that statement, by the way, is backed up by the Medical Marijuana and Cannabidiol Research 
Expansion Act, H.R. 8454, known as the Cannabis Research Bill, signed by President Biden. Okay. In 2022. All right. I wanted to give everybody confidence that that data is very valid. Now, you should understand from and why we have a show and just didn't end it with that statement is because the federal government also then allowed for each individual state to create their own cannabis guidelines. Right. So there's this little bit of movement between the two. Now, a lot of these states just are abiding by the federal government's stance on cannabis, including the Farm Bill in 2018. But there are a handful of states that went, you know what? We're going to define our own cannabis rules. These are a lot of your southern states. Yes. Okay. Well, we're going to go, um, that's fine. You guys, as federal, as the United States, you can do that. But here's how we're going to practice cannabis in our state. But they can, you can go ahead and fly into that state. You can fly. You can fly into it, but as soon as you leave the airport, you're now on state ground. Right. And if the state says no THC, which there is one, so and your product is a, and we'll we'll get to these terms so you understand it is a full spectrum, meaning it has THC in it. You could be held accountable. Okay. Now, most of these states, other than the one or two we'll point out in the second half of this show today. Pretty darn lenient. I read one uh, one uh, statement made from the uh, attorney general, and he was like, yeah, no, selling CBD here is uh, with, with THC is illegal. But but CBD stores are popping up everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and they know they're operating illegally. So what I heard from his statement was, it's not really anything we care to police right now. Well, there's many more things going on in the world right now to be uh, focused in focused on, on CBD. Yeah. And yes. there's way too much demand from the consumers, way too much research out there that really if somebody wanted to press that button on in other words, let's go after CBD uh, CBD retailers and users, I don't know if they'd pass the next election. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Let's continue on. So we now understand that CBD is legal in all 50 states from a federal position. All right. Now we're going to talk about FDA, DEA, TSA, USDA, and we're going to end with Department of Transportation because that's probably the next biggest question we get, huh? Oh, I I get it very often. Can, Can I drive? Yeah. And, you know, I hear the questions. all. It's not even a question. It's like, oh, no, you, you have THC in that CBD product? Oh, yes, but it's it's 0.3% or less. Totally legal. Oh, no, no, no. I, I can't have any THC, any at all. I'm like, okay, yeah, I get drug tested all the time. I, I don't want to. And you can just see it in their eyes. They're scared to death. Yeah. Well, guess what, you guys? I have a memorandum directly from the Department of Transportation related to this subject again if you are a if you are a employee of the department of transportation you're in that area where you are a safe safety sensitive employee bus driver ambulance driver 
right? Those, those types of positions, you will find value from this Department of Transportation CBD notice that was issued effective date Tuesday, February 18th, 2020. Okay. All right. So that's how we are going to proceed through the day. All right. Let's talk about FDA. And FDA does have a new perspective on CBD as of February 2023. So uh, as of two months ago, month and a half ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. All right. And their new perspective is this. They have created a cannabis product committee. <laughs> they have. They, they said, all right. All right. We know we have to do something. Let's go ahead and create a committee. Okay. And so that's what they did. And this committee is put in place for developing cross-agency strategies and policies with regulations of cannabis products. Well, I mean, that's very hopeful and very wonderful. If it, it, Hopefully the committee doesn't only, you know, meet like the second Tuesday of the fourth month of right. between 10 and two. Like maybe a Band-Aid or something. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, we're going to give you guys a committee. Things are happening. Yeah. Well, I read a report from USDA, and they say they were very troubled by the decline in the hemp agriculture last year. And they said they sent out uh, 300 surveys uh, for, for growers, for agricultural uh, folks to fill out. And they said in abundance, the, the, the majority of them came back with the same thing. The lack of regulations by FDA was causing the decline. Yeah, it's just too iffy. You yeah. have to have your guidelines so that you know you're, yeah. you know, you can't grow a crop and then it's not usable. Usable. Yeah. That's way too, I can't even imagine how much work that takes to do. Yeah. So, you know, across all the different agencies, you know, even DEA has a different perspective on it now. It's, it really is. There's a plea out there in the community and that's on the consumer side and the manufacturing and growing side. Uh, for some regulations. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's um, let's move over to DEA. And two years ago, you and I had a conversation about DEA, and DEA is like, uh, "Dude, we're just going to sit here and say it's it's not not going to happen because until FDA does something, we've got to take the position that it is still on the what's that list called? It is still on the controlled substance list." Yes. So well, I, I mean, we don't know what to tell you. Good luck. And we're not it's gonna... always hard to be the first person to take the scary step, even yeah. though it's not. A, it's clearly not a scary step anymore. Correct. It might have been, what, five, six years ago? I would agree. But now it's what? Really? Still? 100% it... agree. Six years ago. Now, yeah, the demand is super high. Yeah. When I went through the states, the states are like, Oh, well, if we don't do something about allowing CBD, somebody's going to lynch us. Mm-hmm. So you are correct. It's no longer scary. So DEA has this position. Uh, and again, I read it right from their website. Uh, let's see here. DEA has, first of all, removed CBD from its Controlled Substance Act. Great. All right. So CBD has been removed. So that's the position they took, even though FDA had not. 
Now they so they were just cannabis and they split that up. Now CBD and marijuana are have been separated. So marijuana is still on the controlled substance uh, substance list, but CBD no longer. Great. And they also publicly stated that they are only taking a position on intoxicating cannabis. So in their efforts to maintain control and safety for the public as it regards to things that are on the controlled substance list is that's where they're spending their efforts relating to cannabis is intoxicating cannabinoids. Okay. Now, what are they, Kim? List them off. Intoxicating cannabinoids in the hemp plant? Yep. I mean, it's only THC that's intoxicating in there. Psychoactive, we'll call it. Yeah, so psychoactive is a better way to put that. There are three types of cannabinoids. There's a phytocannabinoid. That's what the hemp, that's what uh, we get from our plants. There's endocannabinoids. That's what our body makes. And there's synthetic cannabinoids. That's the one you're missing. So THC and THCA are both considered uh, intoxicating cannabinoids and are both on the Schedule C. THCV, however, is not. It's not an intoxicating cannabinoid. Okay. And then you move over to, and that's it from the hemp plant. Right. And then you move over to uh, synthetic, and you got delta eight, delta eight, delta ten, 10 delta zeros. I don't think or there's THC an eleven zero. anymore. A THC zero. Yes. Yeah. So there are a few of those out, and so I, so I, I put in the search. I want to know DEA's position on cannabis and page after page after page is we're going after these guys oh the eights and the tens yeah and the thcos yeah now why well because it's intoxicating so they're just going to lump the those if it falls under. into the controlled substance correct still leaving cbd out but moving those in at Right now, okay. and you and I, it makes sense. You actually made a comment to me this morning. When we were doing the homework about driving. What was it? Am I gonna Am I gonna get high? Can I drive? Yeah. On this, I, I think it's very reasonable for DEA to act. There are times to take intoxicating cannabinoids, and there are times you should not. Well, definitely, you should not take any of those intoxicating cannabinoids. If you're going to drive, what's the head shop down the street going to say when a consumer walks up and go, hey, is this Delta eight good? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to really help with pain. and It's going to help with your sleep. Great. And they buy the Delta eight, jump in their car, take their first dose because their back hurts. And then 15 minutes later, they are intoxicated. Yeah, t- intoxicated. Yeah. And uh, there should always be a warning something right but it's yes. not it's, nobody's regulating it so i see the value of dea in this position yes uh but uh my intelligence says awareness is the first step because you and i know patients that are using delta a to get off opioids yes no i think they're very yeah. valuable right? for many different way reasons but not <laughs> While you're driving, if you're yeah. going to drive, you should not be. You, you, it's right next to alcohol and all the other substances that you know you cannot drive. My thoughts with. too. Yep, that's exactly the way I see it too. Yeah, 
and alcohol, everybody has awareness. There's There's been plenty of PCAs or PSAs, I'm sorry, public services announcements, the labels dictate uh, the concern. There's, there's so much awareness that has been created around that. And I think the same thing needs to be done with cannabinoids that are intoxicating. Yes. I, yeah. I, I say yes. They fall right under the same right. group. And, and then all, all good, all taken care of. Right. And right. Then, yeah. So the but the hesitation to move in that direction, I'm sure there's a reason. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, I mean, I if I get that question, I always tell my customers that's one thing you really a number one thing you need to do is know your milligrams, know what you can take tolerate, and and two never drive. Yeah, never drive. Don't do it. Even if you have to have like some conversation with your child don't do it don't don't yeah. you're going to be under the influence and so you should not i've seen you, you and your not. team i know you do this yeah and i think that's terrific and i bet there are a lot of folks in your position that do this as well uh, i have a feeling there's a lot that do not equally right i mean we you, there's many things you should not you it the label should say not for children <laughs> not for driving not for you know i mean yeah. The warnings should be there. Definitely not for pets, not for children. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, again, that was sharing uh, on DEA's perspective for CBD. Let's move over to TSA. <laughs> How'd you like that introduction? Mm. Get pushed into a room, some guy putting on some gloves. No, that's not a great visual. <laughs> Uh, that anyone wants to think about when they're yeah. going to the airport. Uh, but TSA, what do they say about CBD? All right. Here's what they say. Not, and again, this is their quote, and it was publicly, not actively looking for CBD. You are able to bring CBD on the plane with no issue, mm -hmm. period. Yeah. Now, they said they are only concerned about dangerous threats. That's where their primary role is. And if you are using an intoxicating cannabinoid like THC, you likely could contribute to that area that they're most concerned about, which is creating a dangerous threat. Right. So I don't know. You get high, you stumble, find your way into the cockpit and fall onto the the yoke or some buttons or <laughs> right <laughs> thank you thank you calling for room service i mean for <laughs> service the uh I, I i would say that's again falls under all of those intoxicating substances you're not gonna you know yeah. i guess you would go on an airplane with your pain pill i don't do those things but vape pens not allowed right the all any kind of a vape pen is not allowed you have to check that stuff it cannot go under the the aircraft oh. belly oh I uh, see. but i listened to so a battery is unique and i'm sorry i didn't do that I would have been a good point to have to have done homework on so i know the product is definitely okay to bring on the plane but the battery can pose a threat mm. because they can cause it can uh, catch on fire but there may be new conditions that were already passed down to the manufacturer going, hey, here's the battery you need to make if you're 
consumers are going to be moving us around in aircrafts. Mm -hmm. uh, I think at one point uh, it was it cannot go in a check bag because there's no way to, to monitor it. Right. If it turns you had on to have, or you something. had to have it in your carry on. Yeah. Uh, I think at one point they were making suggestions of pulling them apart and turning them off and this and that. But you know what? If you recall some eight or nine years ago, they had the same problem with phones. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Sure. So, sure, so this would sense. be a battery related thing and certainly a worthy topic for us to have brought up. But to be honest, I didn't think about it this morning. Yeah. And if you're going to take your CBD on a plane, uh, always remember depending on the size of your bottle. Remember, we still have liquid limitations. That's a good call. So You're absolutely just right. Just because some people have bigger bottles. It's three ounce, right? I think it is three yep, ounces. Right. So uh, most CBD products are, uh, the most common is one ounce. We often see two ounce. Mm -hmm. I rarely see anything over two ounce. Yeah. So you're still fine. And yep. gummies, fine. Capsules, fine. Topicals, fine. Mm -hmm. All of that stuff is now your topicals, though, you get into those lotion products. Right. Now you can have a six ounce. Now you can have an eight ounce. But you are yeah. already aware of this. Right. Right. So um, great, great reminder of that one piece. Yeah. So I will just say this one more time for TSA. They are not looking for CBD. They publicly state it. You are able to bring CBD on the plane with no issues. Great. All right. They did reference further down when they spoke of CBD that it was Farm Bill compliant. Farm Bill 2018 say that says that it had to be hemp derived mm -hmm. and the THC content had to be below 0.3%. And that which is, is controlled by agriculture. So right. as long as you were buying it from a compliant source, it already met those conditions. Yeah. But all that information should also be there on the label that it is compliant and it is. It is so. It is a requirement that it is labeled yeah. as such. You are correct. And if you can't find it on the label, your second choice is to go to a third party test. Hopefully, there's a reference to that test either on the label, QR code, or uh, an indication of what website or where to go on the website, or just going to the products website and looking for their third-party test results. Yeah. Uh, that's the other way to test. And absence of either of those two, um, it's it's been my experience that it's not a compliant product as thus, as the way that is. It's not compliant at this point. Yeah. Because these things are all have all been set. Yeah. And, and we've had a years show, ago. right? If you can't find any information <clears throat> about what's in your CBD, it might not be a, it might not be a great product. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll we'll start with okay, not compliant, but I, I yeah. I'll we, go ahead and say it. <laughs> you do that. <laughs> All right, let's talk about USDA next. USDA says, I won't say it that way. USDA's job in the cannabis world is to monitor and support hemp agriculture. Yeah, and and they, the, the, I, in my opinion, they do a great job from both supporting and from managing because they'll go up to that crop and before you harvest they're like okay we need to test it and if you are just a smidgen over what they allow for thc now they're helping you dispose of the crop right and they they do help you but who wants that kind of help yeah right? yeah that's uh, i mean it's great that they do that it is great 
So I just can't, again, I can't imagine being a farmer that worked that hard oh, to get a car right? going and then it didn't meet the guidelines. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. So in the beginning, about three years ago, in the beginning, about three years ago, this happened quite a lot. Yeah. Now I'm pretty sure both sides of the table, both the agriculture and the USDA started to figure out the best practices, mm -hmm. right? And they started to anticipate each other and, and this process got dialed in because you do not hear about it as much as we did yeah. back then that we, the problem actually, I remember reading reports. It was what the heck do we do with all this cannabis that we've grown that no longer meets the requirements. And now we got to dispose of it. Whew. It was, it was becoming so big that they were, that the top story was what do we do with all this mass yeah. biomass can you turn it back into the soil can you put it back into the i know it's really great for earth it's great for the planet the plant itself right but there are limitations yeah so a totally great but who's paying for that right to send it to a region of the country that needs to have the soil cleaned, right. right? Filtered, removed, toxins removed. Now, you can't just put it in your own ground because then your ground will be wonderful in three or four years from now. Mm -hmm. So you can't grow that. So it's got to be removed from that plot of land so that you can put the next crop on so you can feed your children. Yeah. So yes, the answer is yes all day. It's great for the earth. It's great for soil regeneration and removing toxins but who's footing the bill and 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 yeah yeah okay logistics on it are terrible uh so uh, i also had and this was this statement was also on usda usda's website they were disappointed by the lack of regulation by fda and recognized its impact on the decline in production for the year 2022 Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, 2022. <laughs> yeah. So they, um, well, that's scary. I think they're that... frustrated because, like, where is this going? Yeah. Yeah. So USDA does not view cannabis the way oh, uh, some of the others. <laughs> sorry. So, so, yeah. Yeah. In a couple of minutes, we're going to take a break. But yeah, it's just because if you're, if we can't produce enough CBD, then that means the prices are going to go up because we're, they're not, there isn't a, a ton out there. Yeah. So we're hoping that the farmers can figure it all out so that we don't have to, we don't want to raise our prices. No. We don't want to pay more for CBD. Yeah. And, and I would imagine there's other things. There's an economy already built around all of this. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm they're likely seeing that too. I'm pretty sure they, created a fairly large segment of their operation to manage cannabis. And now they may not need as big of a team to be able to do that or some of their resources that they created are maybe not getting used efficiently. Yeah. Um, so a number of reasons I did not read into any of that part, just that they were frustrated with the lack of uh, regulations provided. Okay. So we're going to go to the Department of Transportation next, but we're going to go on a short break so Kim and I can get up and do the Snoopy dance. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when we come back, 
make sure to come back with us because Department of Transportation's view on CBD is coming up next. So we will be right back. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Live authentically, heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice of America Variety Channel. Voice America Network proudly presents The Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to The Catherine Zox Show on The Voice America Channel. Enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio and see what we're cooking up for you. Tune in every Friday to get your weekend kickoff early. Join the legendary G. Keith Alexander for What's Hot Harlem America. The flagship show of the new Harlem America Digital Network has something for everyone. From the latest in entertainment to empowerment, health and wellness, and more, we'll bring you a variety of fresh viewpoints, voices, and ideas. What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander can be heard every Friday at 1 p.m. in New York and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at the com. That's info at the com. Now, back to the CBD Ed Show. Hey, welcome back, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show. All right, we are here talking about traveling with your CBD and trying to give you legitimate answers answers that you can feel comfortable about yeah yeah i mean it is time to travel right the kids are almost done with school Good point. it's time you're either gonna drive you're gonna fly i really wish canada would let cbd in because i have so many canadians but yeah, yeah. they get it they, they they allow for cbd yeah uh but they want it 
derived from Canada, Canada and not imported from yeah from the U.S. Well, our next conversation is kind of a hot topic. It's a hot topic because in some ways there's clarity and in other ways there are not. That gray area is felt by a lot of folks who are working with the Department of Transportation. A lot of those folks are watching and witnessing uh, their friends and their family members finding relief from things they also suffer from, but are too concerned uh, to be able to go uh, try it themselves. Yeah. So maybe they're stuck still using some of the more traditional Western medicine solutions like NSAIDs or opioids and such to relieve some of these issues. Now, and I can't blame them. And as I read uh, the current notice, again, that was effective uh, starting in February of 2020, uh, I can understand why they feel this way. Yeah. And we'll try to help you through it. But if, but the first step we're going to do is give you clarity. Clarity is DOT's CBD notice is the memorandum. DOT Office of Drug and Alcohol Policy and Compliance Notice. Okay, we have had inquiries about whether the Department of Transportation regulated safety sensitive employees can use CBD products. Safety sensitive employees who are subject to drug testing specified under the 49 CFR Part 40 include pilots, school bus drivers, truck drivers, train engineers, transit vehicle operators, aircraft maintenance personnel, fire armed trans security personnel, ship, contain, ship captains, and pipeline emergency response personnel amongst others. All right, as I read off that list, it absolutely is relevant that there is a control put there. Yes. Absolutely relevant. I do not want any of those positioned in a place of intoxication. Right. But you and I on the other side of the fence too, going, there's a lot of positions that we know in that list that can suffer. Well... (laughs) Yes, you can. You uh, and again, I guess they're they're just pretty much confined to an Ed set, right? Like an over the counter. Uh, well, I will read more. Advil or. But I, I think from the onset, you and I know that, that some of these guys, truck drivers, suffer from lower back pain. Some of these right. uh, suffer from insomnia. Some of the right. So there are conditions in which CBD has been frequently studied for that are in these trades yeah and they're probably hearing from their peers uh that are not in these positions uh and they're hearing the stories of relief and the stories of successes and you know wanting to try it themselves and just do not have enough confidence to be able to do it because what's the consequence and i'll read it you know, read it out loud so that everybody is clear. Consequences, you could potentially lose your, lose your job. Yes, and that's definitely not anything that we as a CBD community would want to participate Absolutely. in. You, of course, we want to help your pain. 
and your lack of sleep, but, um, and I always try and, 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 and move those people over to the isolate world of CBD. Right. So they don't have to worry about any of the uh, testing positive right. or any of the things that they shouldn't test for. Agree. Agree. Well, let's read. Let's read on. Okay. And I am reading this because I did not want to misinterpret anything. I think this is too sensitive of a subject. Yeah. All right. So if it goes on to say it is important for all employers and safety sensitive employees to know. And I've got three points here. Okay. The Department of Transportation requires testing for marijuana and not CBD. Great. All right. That's item number one. That's good. Item number two. The labeling of many CBD products may be misleading because the products could contain higher levels of THC than the product label states. Yes. The Food and Drug Administration does not currently certify the levels of THC and CBD products, so there is no federal oversight to ensure that the labels are accurate. Right. The FDA has cautioned the public that consumers should be aware of purchasing and using CBD products. It is currently illegal to manufacture CBD by adding it to food or labeling it as a dietary supplement. Now, I know that's a FDA's thing, and I think that's appropriate for DOT to to, uh, manage that or to mention that. I want to focus in on a statement here. the labeling on many CBD products may be misleading because the products could contain higher levels of THC than the product label states. Here's always been my position on this. The 0.3% or lower was designed for this product to never be intoxicating. Mm-hmm. It was set there in 2018. We in the beginning wondered what where that number came from. But over the years of you and I having all this experience, we now understand where that number came from. Right. It is without question not capable of bringing any psychoactive effects by using a product that's incompliant. So the really the rule here is, and this is what I read DOT saying, that if the product is compliant, you should be cleared, but you should be aware that these a lot of these products are not compliant. Now, do you feel like those issues are diminishing as we go through this world and, and the CBD products that are not <clears throat> compliant are just no longer around because they're not? Yes. Yeah. I, and, and that's valid. And let me go back because I want to kind of finish this piece because this is the piece that I think is super gray. Mm-hmm. A compliant product would meet with DOT is how I'm reading this. The only concern is you don't, you, it's difficult to tell whether a product is compliant or not. But as would, a consumer, as a customer, as a consumer, right. we right. would know. So you'd walk up to a, a, a brick and mortar store and you'd walk up and go, I'd like to get a, traditional full spectrum CBD product to help me with my, and, but I'm unsure. I don't know what to do. 
And you're behind the counter going, oh, my God. Oh, you're just, oh, here, try this. You're going to love it. Well, you know how much THC is in. Oh, it's definitely below the, the legal limit. What are you going to do as a Department of Transportation employee that's in a position of safety sensitive? What are you going to do? Well, I'll I would, pass. I'll pass. Yeah, I'll pass. I, I would. I'm not going to lose my job because you said this. Right. All right. And I, I'm getting someplace with this, Kim. What you and I know is that a responsible brand will have a third-party lab test. has no association with the company whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Do a what they call a, a potency test, among other tests, but a potency test that says this is how much CBD is in this product per milliliter and <clears throat> within, <clears throat> within the entire container. They give you both of those readings. So you can even look at the entire container and go, am I going to be safe? Because, you know, one day you may accidentally drink the whole thing. You following my, I know, a little <laughs> joke there. Okay. So, so a third-party test would validate that it is hemp bill 2018 compliant. Yes. It, instead of 0.3, maybe it was a 0.017. Yeah. So even half of the amount that was considered compliant. If you knew that for sure, when I read statements one and statements two from this memorandum, some of this gray goes away. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me read number three. Yeah. The Department of Transportation Drug and Alcohol Testing Regulation, Part 40, does not authorize the use of scheduled drugs, including marijuana, for any reason, period. Therefore, medical review officers will verify a drug test confirmed at the appropriate cutoff as positive, even if an employee claims they only used a CBD product. Number three is super important. Yeah. Because number three says we test for marijuana. If it's and there, if you go above there. the set limit, the medical officer will just say positive. Right. And there's no nothing else around that. So the, the so the key would be do you take the risk or not? That's the key. I would say no. I would say there's no reason to. I mean, yes, we know that the full spectrum CBD is going to be more beneficial. It's more powerful. It's best to keep the plant together. But if you really want to do CBD and you find an isolate Mm -hmm. and the milligrams that work for your condition, then you're safe. It is an isolate. No other cannabinoids are in the product and that's where you should live all right so i just heard you say and i just this just dawned on me so there are there's two groups here uh, there's two ways to approach this one wait till fda does regulate it because when fda regulates it they're going to say you are required to then give proof on the potency of thc in this product Mm -hmm. and then dot will say perfect now we have something to lean on yes but that's you know 
I mean, how long has have we been talking about know, right? FDA? <laughs> so yeah, that could be another 10, 20 years. Right. Who knows? And then the next one is is you know the entrepreneurial world, you know, again continues to stay diligent on finding the correct method and apparatus to measure intoxication from THC. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just talking, I know we had a show about this way back when, Mm -hmm. where your distillate that you purchase from your farmer or your extraction is in the legal limits. So then when you go to make your CBD product, I'm just talking as a manufacturer now, you're always going to be in compliance because you you started out with a compliant product. Yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is you got to be really, I don't even know how you can get uncompliant <laughs> if you start in the, the your basic ingredient is, is compliant. compliant. Yeah. That is our perspective, but the wording of this yeah. still provides for a lot of gray area. All right. It, I'm going to read then a, 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 the paragraph right under that list of three bullets. It remains unacceptable for any safety-sensitive subject, Department of Transportation drug testing, to use marijuana since CBD products could lead to a positive drug test. Department of Transportation regulated safety-sensitive employees should exercise caution when considering whether to use CBD products. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm going to say yes. Exercise caution. Exor- right. Definitely exercise caution. Now, what would exercise caution mean? So, for me, it would be going to an isolate. Going to an isolate. Right. That would be that would be the the if you still felt like I really want to use CBD. Right. That's where you. That's where you live. I also think uh, caution might be choosing a topical as opposed to something as ingested or put under the tongue yes. for the glands to absorb. Yeah, that's a great idea. I, and I didn't think of that. Yes, right. a topical is not anything that's going to... Enter into the bloodstream, create those byproducts THC ma- mm-hmm. makes that then is something that's measurable, uh, but could be very useful for those who are in you know, transit vehicle operators, train engineers, truck drivers... Right. We're also in those safety positions, but, you know, maybe suffering. Right. Because um, if it, it's usually like the lower back. Right. Now. Right. And yeah. topicals have been studied very, very frequently for their abilities to impact those type of conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. <clears throat> so then they just go on to say, hey, this document, you know, is not uh, does not have the force and effect of the law is not meant to bind any public, the public in any way and yada, yada, yada. So there's some legal claims after that. All right. So there you go on department of justice. Uh, I would expect in the coming years, uh, if FDA states uh, starts to regulate this, that this will get cleaned up or if a new testing best practice or apparatus has gets created. And that will also clean this up in the meantime, uh, yeah, the uh, if I were to read this and I was in any of those positions, uh, show concern is exactly what I would do. Yeah, I think any any position where yeah. someone else's life <laughs> yeah. is in your hands, right. doctor, police officer, any of those positions, obviously, um, All right. 
use care. So CBD isolate, mm-hmm. by the way, only validate it by a third-party test. You need to be able to connect those dots or move on. Other is a topical application. Again, still want to connect those dots. You're a responsible buyer. Other than that, I uh, got to say it's, 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 uh, yeah, then you'll have to, if you want to go to a full spectrum product that you ingest, uh, then show caution on really understanding how much THC, what the potency levels are. And by the way, always feel free to, feel free to reach out to us. We have lots of knowledge and we are always happy to share. Mm-hmm. So, and you can reach us at, uh, if you just go to any of our social medias, thecbdedshow.org, uh, you can reach out f- to us from there very easily. Yes. Any of our social media sites and through our, our contact info. All right. Let's continue with state by state. We're going to be super quick quick on this one <laughs> because you guys would hate me if I go, okay, let's talk about Alabama. Well, the thing is, is that... <laughs> You should know, kind of, sort of, I, I say that, but I really don't. I'm not the type of person that goes, what's the rules in my state, you yeah. know? Um, but if there is caution and you know that the talk about town is that CBD is not allowed, then, yeah. All right. Well, just uh, there are 38 states at the, who have uh, absolutely said medical marijuana is allowed in one form or another and that's that grew from like 12 states just three years ago and cbd is all all All, the way across the board everybody's cbd Mm -hmm. all right but there are states who are conditional uh the majority of states and let's let's talk about what this term means they are cbd cbd would be hemp derived so when they say compliant cbd they mean that it is hemp derived that means it had to come from a grower that was certified by the USDA mm-hmm. that they wholly used hemp, that it met with the maximum allowable THC of 0.3%. And they don't let that crop leave that farm unless it met these conditions. Yeah. And then the farm had to be qualified, certified, registered, and all that. So <clears throat> that's what CBD compliant, uh, compliant CBD means. Yes. All right. <clears throat> the 0.3% is what is key. And if a state has strict rules about this, they will require proof of testing. Just want to share. <clears throat> There's another thing. Restricted and unrestricted use of marijuana. Restricted use would be it is allowed for medical conditions. And some states will say these are the only medical conditions where the majority of the states will say under any kind of doctor recommendation. So, and a doctor recommendation can be just in a card. If you register for a card, a re- you know, a cannabis card and your doctor approves it, you're good to go. Yeah. In Arizona, when it was only medical, then that's what you had to go and do is talk to your doctor, get, you know, get the qualifications met, and then you would receive your marijuana medical card. Right, right. Okay. Now, let's uh, let's just go through a couple of them. Hey, so when I read up uh, South Carolina, hemp is allowed to be grown. 
in South Carolina. It's hemp, right? So they can supply CBD products. But you uh, know the caveat to this? There's no way to obtain a license. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Isn't that card? All right. So <clears throat> marijuana is illegal, both medically and recreationally. In? This is in Southern Carolina. Oh. Or in yes. South Carolina. Uh, let's see here. North Carolina, though, less than 3% CBD, completely legal. Let's see here. There are some strict laws in Mississippi, but they do allow, everybody allows CBD. And there they are included. Mississippi, as long as your THC percentage is 0.3 or less. Let's see if there's any kind of really, really interesting one that showed up. There was one state, and I want to definitely point them out, because if your THC had zero, I, I mean, I'm sorry, if your CBD had zero THC, then you were okay to possess it. Zero. So that means isolate only. And that's where? Idaho. Oh, <laughs> well, you know. <sighs> yeah. I, I guess I, I'm not going to even make a comment. It's fine. Kansas. Kansas. Also. THC-free CBD. Yeah. And do not get caught otherwise, because if you do, marijuana, so by the way, even CBD with marijuana in it, six months in jail. Oh, I mean, that's so sad that they still do this. How about if you have 450 grams or more, your intent to sell, 42 months in prison, and a $100,000 fine. Now, that's strict cannabis law there. So your CBD can't have any THC, and by the way, if you possess THC, Get ready. All right. Oh, listen. I'd love to be able to keep going down that road. Uh, the reality is, is only a couple of states are putting conditions on CBD. Uh, the balance of those states all accept CBD in one form or another. Yeah. Very few conditions. Now, on the other stick, marijuana. Quite the opposite. There's a lot fewer states that are recreation and all in the majority of the states have a condition relative to marijuana you either need to have a medical condition or an, a, 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 a practitioner you know provide you with card or access so forth mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah well i mean listen nobody nobody should be driving anyway with yep. marijuana but yep. at any rate all right. uh cbd I guess our final statement is you really are safe to drive with CBD. Yeah, you are. You, you are correct. You can fly with it. You can. Traveling with your CBD is you good. You can go on a cruise with it. You can do it all. All right. Okay. Listen, that's going to be the end of our show today. And I want to tell everybody to make sure to show up next week because we are going to have our popular show on CBD and misinformation. And there is so much of it out there, and we are going to shed some light on it. That's right, CBD and misinformation. So thank you for joining Kim and I on today's CBD Ed Show, and we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Ed Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be back with you soon.